Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Search Cast, Season Two, Episode Forty Five, presented by Primax Hockey and part of the Five and a Game Sports Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kat Hunter. <laughs> if you're on the YouTube version, Kat just showed her never compromise rally towel, which I'm still wanting to get mine. What did I say about last game? What did I say last podcast? What did I say, sir? That they were going to win and they did. Uh-huh. Positive thinking, sir. Woo! I'm, I I need to get my rally towel. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why it's taking forever to get here, but I'm excited to get it. But yes, based I on Cat's excitement, based on Cat's excitement, yes, your Carolina Hurricanes have advanced to the second round. But before we get into all that, this is officially episode 69 of the Surge Cast. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> How fitting is it too that the 69th episode of the pod is a round two preview? After yeah. the Hurricanes took care of the the New York Islanders in six, I mean, no, hey, you, not, you just took, not just took care of them, took care of them in New in, York. Yeah, yeah, in I Long mean, Island. Hey, I mean, hey, you can't spell Long Island without the L, right? So, what about that? Ooh. What about the Canes can't win on the road? Uh, huh? that's two road huh? wins already, and that's round one. So, yes. I mean, and how about Paul forget? Like, okay, so. <laughs> So this episode is going to be us reacting, giving our thoughts on Game Six, and we did preview it Thursday. The episode dropped Friday, and I have to say, all of you guys are absolutely amazing. We're over three thousand downloads of this podcast already in fourteen months. Like our last episode from Friday before the Game Six, already at seventy four downloads. Absolutely amazing. The episode, you know, the episode previewing round one's already at ninety nine. So we can't thank you all enough for all the support you've given us in the last 14 And for months, agreeing with me that Zach needed to be more positive last podcast. I, <laughs> I saw, I saw the tweets. I know you up. guys are agreeing with me. Thank you. It, it, it's crazy. It's crazy thing too. Cause I'm usually the positive one on the podcast. And like, it was just feelings, man. I've, just, I've realized that I can no longer ever say hopefully, or maybe I do. Cause that, that was the <laughs> kicker for last time. So. Yes, all I know but, is don't say hopefully around moose. That's that's all I'll say. <laughs> don't don't predict overtimes, Bailey. Because yeah, that Bailey. happened. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't don't I say don't, maybe. I, don't I say hope. Don't say the hockey gods would actually listen to me for once in my life. <laughs> oh, I'll, well, I will appreciate them doing my five-one score prediction in the wrong game. And to the I team know. We didn't, to, we didn't want to win, but. Well, the, I mean, the hockey gods apparently listen to everyone else where they ask for the Rangers and Devils to go to seven games. I guess so. It. Yeah, but, but like I said, I just want to thank everyone real quick for the support and stuff like that. Thank you so much. And it's crazy. 3,014 months and I mean, the last two episodes are already at 75 plus. You know yeah. what's a crazier stat? What's that, Kat? <laughs> the Toronto Maple Leafs have got out of the first <laughs> round. In 19 years. <laughs> Because someone asked the question, like, what were you doing in 2004? I was 13 in middle school. I was three. Gosh, you're three young. years old. I don't I feel, even I feel, have I memories from then. I was 11. Yep. Oh, my yeah. God. See, see Kat, at least for us, it's kind of like, okay, it's we're kind of in the same range. Like, 13 and 11, <laughs> both in middle school. Bailey is just a 
I was not focused on the Toronto Maple Leafs then, though. No, I wasn't either. <laughs> I, I was too busy playing NHL 03 on my PS2 and rocking out to, you know, Jimmy World and Queens of the Stone Age and uh, Venge Sevenfold on that on that track, which is by far the greatest soundtrack of any NHL game or games in general. That thing was a banger from start yeah. to finish. Oh, such a great game. I need to get a PS2 just to play that again, but I can't believe it's been that long. Hey, you know what? Congrats to the Leafs. They finally got out of the first round. Now they got to wait for – who would have thought Florida and Boston would go seven games? Like, we're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. it's who would have thought that potentially Toronto would be taking on the entire state of Florida? First they did Tampa Bay, and now they're <laughs> potentially going after – I'm here for it. I mean, I'm here for it. I, I think I speak for all of us, though, in saying that we are all uh, Florida Panthers fans tonight. The one time. The one, the one time. time. That'd be so funny. <laughs> I hope it happens. It's, oh. oh, gosh, the upset of the season. I need, listen, the Leafs had their moment. I need positive thoughts, everyone. Mm. I need the Panthers <laughs> to pull this upset off, and I need the Devils to win. Because yep. then, do you know the crying that'll happen in Boston and New York? It would be, ugh, everyone would be happy except well, for well, them. Well, the fact that you got all the Boston fans crying about the about the Canes and stuff like that, and like giving us shtick for you know all the games we played in the regular season, but it's like imagine Boston goes on a historic run, gets knocked down the first round to the Panthers, who got. I mean, it's the President's line. Trophy curse, and I'm sure the Panthers would love to put that curse on someone else for once. Yeah, that would be <laughs> wild. Like the the. <laughs> the Panthers. Yes. I mean, hey, I already talked to some Leaf buddies, and I said, hey, if you guys make these are conference finals, we might have to we might have to get some uh, some guests on. So cross our fingers. So we need um, if any. Well, it's just kidding. It's tonight. I hope I hope that there's any Canes fans that just want to see some hockey got some tickets to go cheer on the Panthers tonight. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> but. That's yeah. so hilarious to me. I hope it happens. Oh, it's God. wild. But, yeah, so going back to the Kings. Playoffs, yes, uh, baby. Playoff hockey. You never know what's going to happen. But, yeah, so we are going to do game reactions from game six. As we previewed in the last episode. Going to do some Kings stats and figures, as always, because there's a lot of good stuff that just came out recently. We are going to also uh, give our overall thoughts on round one, and then we are going to do a double dip preview of round two because – Unfortunately, the Devils didn't do what I wanted them to do last night because we're recording on Sunday. This episode will get dropped today, a little mm-hmm. bit later on, just because that way we can get it out and ready to go for everybody. So last night, they should have won. They didn't. I had a guest lined up. Unfortunately, can't have them on now because Devils, what are you doing? Why You're did right. you have to make the seven games? Okay, but we can't we can't say anything because we should have gotten it done and five as well. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm allowed to see whatever I want. This is podcasting. You can see <laughs> You got to tell him what to do last podcast, cat. Give him a break. <laughs> yeah, cat. Gosh, I get bully for an hour. Hey, don't be mad at me because you predicted the score for the Rangers and Devils game, okay? Just the wrong way. Don't get oh mad at me about gosh. that. <laughs> I, I didn't even want it in that game in general. I wanted it to be like, you know, oh hey, we're gonna do it now. And stuff like that. So, thank you. (laughs) Tara just brought me a homemade McGriddle. So, yes, let's go. Tara, where's mine? Gold. You're you're not here. So, I mean, hey, got the got the waffle maker, got the syrup, got the syrup infused into it, bacon and cheese. Oh, a home. Yeah, 
a having that a waffle maker. It sounds perfect. It is absolutely perfect. <laughs> you know, homemade McGriddles with, from a waffle maker. Yes, please. Great way to start out this review. I know, right? Sense. You gotta love it. So, I mean, because we're we were all in the space because you know, unfortunately, it's some of us. Could, like, I was I was lucky to get Bally because a cat. But even mm-hmm. then, we were still doing our space. So I still had my headphones on, so I was still listening to what the guys were saying, mm-hmm. but kind of also focusing on, on like our space. Which, thank you to everyone who did join us. That was a lot of fun. That was a blast. Like, we had, it we was fun. Sorry, I left early at times. Um, I just needed my <laughs> own thoughts during <laughs> the play, and also with a little bit of like delay for everyone, it just takes the like a little. Not to blame it on it. It takes a little bit of the enjoyment out of watching because you get hear people's reactions before you see it. So I just needed to sit and react my own self. Oh and yeah, like but like, I enjoyed talking with everyone during intermission. Yeah, the, the like the Stasny goal. Me and Bailey literally had to wait because I saw the notification. I my face was turning blue. Well, I, I saw I saw the notification on Twitter from Walt saying that they scored and won, but it hasn't happened yet. So I was like, oh, I got away because I knew it was going to happen. I, just had to wait I like came back seconds. onto the space and you guys weren't like celebrating. You were like talking about the ice cream Bailey was eating. And I was like, have they not seen it? No, no, <laughs> that was happening? afterwards because Justin, Justin Grice, who's on the space, um, he, he was saying he was like, Bailey, you are not allowed. Like you have to buy that ice cream every single time we play a game, like an elimination game now. And I was like okay i don't think my diet can take it but okay <laughs> well luckily luckily for it, round two get to game four have it then we'll be fine so yeah hurricanes are up three nothing in round two take care of it in game four yeah that yeah, would be that would be thinking. nice wishful thinking i think hey right, you, know, okay, you know what fine game five and game six and then after that you should be fine until you know the eastern conference final <laughs> But no, that space, like, like honestly, the guys were playing good. I think the guys played great all game. It was just, you know, we just couldn't get a chance. The no. the first uh, period uh, was not great. Uh, well, well, okay, outside sucker. of the first period. Outside sucker. of the first period, yes. Mm, no. <laughs> the first I think period. we played, like, I think we played pretty bad the first two periods. Uh, I it, say it was it was a the progressive second we thing. Couldn't... Yes, yeah. thank you. It was more progressive the... thing. Yeah, I'm, I can't. I'm overall, they played a good game as it got along in the game. It's just <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm normally miss positive, but like the first period, I think we played terrible, mm-hmm. and we were lucky we got that one. I mean, the second we started getting a little bit more into our groove, it still wasn't good. You could immediately tell. I I was texting you guys because I wasn't on the space. But you could tell in the third that dude. we finally got to our game. Because I'm dude, over dude. here texting you, and I'm like, they've gotten three icings in a row. And the other periods, we were the ones being forced to do nonstop icings because we couldn't figure out our game, and they were yeah. pressuring us so much. Turn to the third period. We're giving their ice, them icings. We're in there in consistently. Mm-hmm. We're getting pucks on net. And you could just tell it was our game. I don't think we played well in this first or second. But – and so, like, it, we were very fortunate in the first to be out down only one goal. Yes. So, and that, played- that that first goal was it, it, like, you, you can put some of the positioning blame on Freddie, maybe, but that was a really bad change 
on our yeah, part. Yeah, no, that was 100% on us. That's the thing, though. There were there were Isles fans complaining. Still makes me laugh. They were complaining that the refs were on our side. But I'm. But my response to that is, um, one, you had two periods to get a lead on us because we were doing terrible, and you only could score one goal. And you only scored that goal because we did a we did a bad line change. It wasn't like you beat us. And so I was like, you kind of beat yourselves because, like, as Colin likes to say, can't really win a game if you only score one goal. I mean, you can, but like, it's very it's rare not, and it's difficult. Right. Well, I mean, so, too, I mean, I mean, the shot was it was a the shot was perfectly placed too because I mean, you're talking like top corner. That is kind of hard to stop, but yeah, the position should be better too. No, position I mean, should be my, better too. In it was my a good opinion, shot. it was a good shot. A former goalie, it, it, like not not a hockey goalie, but a soccer goalie, same same kind of potential concept there. You you look at the goal, guys coming right, and it. Freddie is not square. He's not square on the player, and when the puck is shot, he shifts far side, gives that puck more room to work with. Mm-hmm. That's, in he, my opinion, it, like I, I just I don't know. He, he didn't look. look we, we talked about this a little bit during the first period too. He just he didn't look confident. Um, no, he didn't until, look confident until probably closer to the second. Yeah, because um, he, he was, also you could see he was second guessing coming out to play the puck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he, they almost had a second goal there when he second guessed when the player was coming in and they dove and it just like bounced up and popped like hit his mask and was like kind of all over the place. Like <laughs> Shane that's Goss, the point Shane where Goss like spare landing on him too to like that's where like your lack off. of confidence. <laughs> yeah, that's where your lack of confidence. Is, like, <laughs> if you're second guessing what you're doing, that's when goals happen for goalkeepers. Yep. You have to be committed 100. percent I do think didn't Storm tell it? They said in our space that they think we rot re-watching the goal they think it might have taken a slight deflection oh um, yeah yeah that was that was right regardless i don't really nice. hold that goal on freddie like i mean he no. could have done better overall the team could have done better with that line right. change yeah uh, well, we could have he played was, better in the first but he did some he had some he made saves. some oh my gosh he the made amazing saves game. oh yeah once he kind of gained that confidence too and that that was my big thing is you you could tell he was kind of getting or feeling a little more in his groove as the game went on yeah for sure because on, on that goal he was trying to take away far side did get the good read on and that's why it was easier to get short side over his shoulder and the net it was a good combination of it was a good shot but also the position could have been better so it's kind of like a 50 50 thing if you really look at it but mm-hmm. i mean it was it was an overall that that goal was on the team more so than just on Freddie on his own. But I mean, I mean, heck, if you really look at it, like that was the only thing he really gave up because I think from because I think the Hurricanes, yeah, the Hurricanes tweeted this out about his actual numbers in that game. Yeah, thirty three saves with a nine seventy one save percentage. I mean, that was his first postseason appearance in 992 days and that was his play it was his playoff debut with the good for him so i mean one goal with a 971 save percentage i mean you you, yes that goal stinks but you also really can't you know be too upset with him for the fact that that was still a huge that was him coming in cold not really played the other first five games of the series basically he's been out comes in Mm -hmm. for your playoff debut with this team and do that Gotta give Freddie a lot of credit there for you know, stepping up huge in, a, in an elimination game. Because I think someone had a stat where, like, it was, I think it was uh, Sportsnet stats was like 
he was, I think, like 0 for 7 or 0 for 8 or something like that in elimination games. Mm-hmm. So an- another big, you know, reason why, you know, Freddie, I mean, Freddie deserves some criticism of how he played for the last back, what, month and a half, two months of the season because he was struggling. But the fact that he comes in in this game and does that, you know, credit where credit's due. Freddie played in an amazing game outside right. of that one goal. So yeah. he he kept he kept his team in the game, kept him in one nothing all the way until you know he got the equalizer from the one and only Mister Sebastian the the one true Sebastian Aho, <laughs> which was off his body like I don't think he even caught that clean I think it just bounced off his body and went in. Yep. But regardless, like sea bass doing sea bass things as always, just like it tells you how good he was this series. He had four goals and three assists for seven points in six games. Right. Like that just tells you like he's a superstar and he's clutch. Like he, like we're, we were looking at the, at our guy and he, he did the thing. Like he, he kept the canes in the series. And like I said, getting seven points in six games with four of them being goals is huge. Like all the credits, Sebastian Ajo for doing his thing. A yeah. lot of a lot of Aho on Aho crimes, and it was our guy doing a lot of them too, oh, which is geez. insane. But no, I mean, speaking of Sebastian Aho too, just that second goal. If the goal where the puck came off of his face and the Islander scored on it wasn't a perfect place, perfect time kind of goal, that one that he got, <laughs> uh, yeah, on a little bit. Was. yeah, a little um, bit too. I I just like for the, this is the thing I'm talking about Sebastian. Like he got literally cross checked twice mm-hmm. with no calls, and I'm refing. Like we talk, like we we you can't fully blame refing, but you can also blame refing where it needs to be. No, and I mean this was an absolute joke because he got because he got cross checked in like almost like what the like the kidneys in front of the Islanders goal. He gets he get he's down. He's hurt because you can see his face. He's like screaming in pain. Because he literally just took a stick right to that area. And then he gets cross-checked right into the boards. No call. No. Like, when a couple minutes later, he gets called for interference on a, on a, on a drive-by, basically. Like, just trying to get back to the bench. Like, After on, watching man. the rest of the games on Friday, I don't know if I wholeheartedly believe that officiating... It, it, like, you, you, you can't not blame officiating oh, no, in it's, a no, lot of it's, cases. It's, it's been a joke. Uh, this, playoffs, been... this playoffs has been... God brutal. Off. Oh, it's been brutal. It's been like I said, like like I said, there are other cases where it's like it, it happens a lot during the regular season too, where calls aren't made. But it seems like this playoff has been, I think, has been the worst playoff refing I've ever seen. And we thought last year's was bad. This is like taken to like the next level of just. Like, and I'm not we, it, like I was. Here? I was talking with uh, Grant and Joel about this on uh, Friday when the. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> when the abs game was happening and i was just like i don't even care like it it, it's not to the point where if it's not in our favor i hate it like that that just makes it worse officiating too because if i can sit here and say yeah we're blatantly being favored that's bad officiating like there's there's no way to see or hear around that too like the officiating has been awful and there's no reason there should be that much control from the refs to kind of make that game happen. I mean, looking at the Boston, uh, one of the Boston called back goals during games. Oh, that, the that hand pass. Series, the that, hand that, pass that the refs and like, the people up in Toronto screen. have. Yeah, it, like, like, 
poke the puck with his finger and they call it a hand pass. Well, I mean, it's it's yeah, refing has been, been absolutely. I mean, Cogliano's out now with a broken neck. Which the fact that he went back into the game after that is not only baffling to me, but you got to give some question to the trainers on the team as well. Yeah, I don't know, it's just There's, that that that's crazy. I hope he gets well, but yeah. it's, I don't know. Well, the, the fact that the Islanders fans are acting like, oh, the Canes got so many calls and so many favors, it's like, no. Let me. There was zero, there was like barely any calls for most of the playoffs. Like especially I mean, well, especially in the last game, there wasn't really that many penalties. Um, hardly but, any. After one, I mean, but I if know. you're gonna go back to the one game where yeah, we got a lot of power plays. Well, you actually committed a lot of bad penalties because you were playing that kind of hockey. So yeah, I mean, I mean, heck, record like, if your team's record. gonna play that way, you should take a lot of penalties. How it works. Well, right. Well, like, like, like there was a video of this ref talking about talking to Rocco Gudis, but like, all right, well, don't sit on. I, like, they're not a chair or a table. Don't sit on. I'm like, well, then call something. Then, like, call it. Like, don't call. Don't that's call it. That's the same ref. That's the same ref that we talked about last podcast in the stat with him and Wes. Uh, that they the home teams hadn't won with them officiating. That's the that's the second ref. Yeah. Let me just throw this out to you guys too. In the total of last game, you cannot say shit about the refs. I'm sorry. But when you get th- – <laughs> When you get three power plays to our two, how does that put the refs on our side? How does that mean we're getting more calls? Where are the calls? Where are the penalty minutes yeah. when you guys are leading in power plays? That that yeah. makes zero sense. Well, me. Like a I, say, I say again, they had two periods to capitalize on the Canes playing bad hockey. Does that and say more about us? Do it. <laughs> and then we decided, hey, we're going to play in the third period. We get a goal. And then thank goodness for Paul Stassing. Actually, take, I mean, yes for him, but also Derek Stepan keeping that, that play alive pass. in that zone. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Like, I said, like I said, Smash on. Our third that- line cooked on them, man. Our third <laughs> line. Before, third before. defensive well, third defensive pair, and then the fourth line for yeah. up top. Yeah, I'm, yeah. But like I said, Sebastian Ajo could literally got cross checked twice, and nothing happened. And it was right in front of the refs too. It's like I really don't know. Like, like, what are you complaining about? Then it's just like, no. I like I the admin for the Hurricanes after Game Six absolutely went on a tear, just mm-hmm. trolling the absolute crap. Like, like they had like uh, a station in Long Island, like. A quiet night at the station, leaving that game. Or... Yeah, and then like they have the they have a picture of Paul Stassi looking into the crowd and someone with an L on their face flipping off Paul Stassi. <laughs> like that, like in the they even said like Waffle House is better than Long Island diners. I'm like, I don't see what's wrong here, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like the admin, our admin team for the Hurricanes are absolute units. Like they just, now, don't I will care. say. That only applies to North Carolina Waffle Houses. The Waffle Houses out here suck. South so, Carolina, South Car- the Waffle House by our place is, is pretty legit. So yeah, they're yeah. Certain Waffle Houses, yes, they are hey, definitely the better. The Jonas but... Brothers approve of Waffle House. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, if Joe Jonas says it's okay. I mean, hey, Waffle, <laughs> Waffle House is legit. If anyone says otherwise, they just don't know any better. Because let's be honest. I miss Waffle House. I miss good Waffle House. 
See, that's like a that's a that's a perfect place to go after a Hurricanes game. You get to see the Canes get the dub, go to Waffle House, or go to the Sheets right by the by right by the arena. So too. we used to have, or down in uh, forty forty two, like the Garner area. It's I think it's still there, if I remember from being there in February. But there was a cookout right next to a Waffle House, pretty much. Oh, that, that's a that's a perfect combo right there. Yeah. Why not? So we used to do that for uh, like after prom, like when we were kind of done partying up whatever uh we do that but i was like that's just a perfect celebration place it's a nice little kind of area you got waffles you got milkshakes like it's either one of those is a good option i mean you can't go wrong with cookout or waffle house especially you get cheer wine from uh cookout oh i miss it bailey you know what that means right Yes, I know you never, you never fail to bring it up. <laughs> We're just telling, hey, get the three of us in the same time zone. You know, well, hey, more, more admin, partying at Kane's games. <laughs> all I'm saying is, I have a potential chance to come out for round two. Admin might need to step up and help with some sponsorships for some flights because those flights <laughs> are not cheap. Um, but he told me to do it, and I can't not listen to the Kane's admin. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm at a bit of an impasse here. <laughs> that, hey, you know, I, I see you know, I still have to get my Hurricanes tattoo from the us winning the, the division last year, so don't worry. I'm trying, guys. It's just uh, <laughs> adulting is keep up with. adulting is very expensive, so we're trying our best, but yes, honestly, though, yeah, like Freddie played out of his mind. Sebastian Ajo had a great series that that goal to get the tight one one. We're all losing our minds. And then Paul Stastny, oh my goodness, just comes out of the clouds with the most ridiculous angle shot I've ever seen. And the mm-hmm. way it went into, you're like, did that go in? Mm-hmm. And then you see like the, the ref point, the guy celebrate. I'm like, we, we did the we thing. We did it. We did the thing. It's funny you're watching that reaction video of the Islanders fans. That's kind of the best. Yep. Oh, it's, it's so It's great. between that the poor and guy watching. was like, I wanted another ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's either that or watching Rod lose his mind and then kind of going back and be like, wait, was that well, outside? The, uh, no, the, just Kat. kidding. We can celebrate. No, Kat, the funny part was that the, the guy who's a, who screamed, I want ice cream. Those guys are from Barstool, which makes it so much better. So, yeah, suck Oof. on it, Barstool and you <laughs> guys. Whoops. But yeah, I don't know. Rod's reaction was oh. really wholesome. Well, you know what? Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about Rod's reaction because Walt Ruff did ask Rod about that. Um, so this is quoted from Walt Ruff earlier today. Uh, Rod Burnmore chuckled when I asked, when asked if he'd seen the clip of himself celebrating on Friday. It's a big goal, and I'm a little excited for the guys because I know how hard it is and how much work they put in. Then I was a little reserved because I remembered it was potentially offside. I remember thinking when it first happened, oh, they're going to check that. Then the play happened. We scored, and I was like, uh-oh, what if it's offsides? That's what went through my mind after the initial happiness. It's what you play and coach for. Those are the moments to watch your to watch your team pull it out. But, yeah, just watching the fact that you see him, like, lose it and then, like, turn to, like, one of his assistants and turns to the other one. He, like, he's, like, searching for his assistants to celebrate because they're, like, so far apart on the bench, but mm-hmm. it's such a great my, my favorite part. He's just like, he's just like, ah, ah, let's go. My favorite part of that whole video actually was not the Rod celebration as great as it was. It was the guys on the bench jumping up and down. And then you see guys jumping the bench and Stefan Nason's like, nah, I'm too good for jumping. Runs to find the door just to get out to celebrate with his teammates. I know. So yeah, like at the, at the very end of the clip, you just see him like, he's like, hugging, he's like, like zoom. Like, 
<laughs> he's like talking to two other guys, and he's just like, "All right, I'm out." He's just gonna run. <laughs> how about the post? Like, how about them going back to the locker room? And you see, like, you see Bray Shea come off the ice, and you see Jarvie just starts running, <laughs> off, like, absolutely losing it. And the Rod video, I love when the Hurricanes post the post game, like uh, after they win, and Rod's in the locker room, and he's just dropping. <laughs> He's just dropping f bombs. Mm-hmm. It's just multiple goal horns, and I love I love Jared Ellis for asking this question to uh, Walt Ruff. Um, and the fact is, like, what was the, what was said during the extra long goal horn in the post game video? And Walt Ruff just puts like two full lines of just like asterisks, and that's <laughs> it. Like, it's just like that's just so great it's like i, I love i love extra goal horns after i personally videos. loved i just loved at the end of that jarvis video because jarvis is all of us yeah and then at the oh, end you see ranta celebrating and his he is just like lit up and like you you expect that from the whole team but like that guy is like he did all the work he could and this last game is nail biting this he had to sit on the bench so but to see his like just overall excitement for his teammates mm-hmm. and for what they accomplished was just absolutely oh, it was nice it was so cute mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's just the celebrations are amazing and just game six overall yeah it was nerve-wracking and everything else like that too but the fact that they did it two road wins is absolutely insane like yeah like we went through two rounds last year, we couldn't even get a road win. And now in the first round of this year, we get two road wins, and they were huge. You win it in game four to go up three one, and you do it in game six to end the series. We don't have to worry about we don't have to worry about watching any hockey today for our teams. We can just sit back, relax, watch other teams get Take nervous. A break. And, yeah, you know, enjoy some homemade McGriddles while you're watching hockey later. You know, because why not? Why not? Just oh, and, and enjoy this Sunday. It was raining earlier today. Now it's sunny here in South Carolina. So it's a good day. It's a good nice. day to relax and, and talk about our team about going to the second round and not having to worry about <laughs> what's going to happen for game seven. There's no game seven. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about it. So so I have to ask you guys. If you had I, might, to pick okay, an... I might have an answer. I might have an answer. Maybe. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, <laughs> if you had to pick an MVP for this series. And it Ooh. can't be it can't be on Tiranta. Stefan Nason. Yeah, Steph Dace is a good one. Um, Sebastian Ajo. I mean, he, he you know, two goals, and I think it was game four? Was it game four you got two goals? It was one of the it games. Up. It was one of the goals. It was one of the games where he had two goals, and he actually came out huge. I mean, he had himself a series, man. Seven points in six games, like – a clutch game, a clutch game tire in game six. Like I said, scored the two goals. Yeah, I think this is a game when they when they won five two was game four, wasn't it? Then yeah. that's yeah. So I mean, Seabass Bass came out. No, Jarvis had two goals that game. Aho had a goal and a goal and an assist. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It was Jarvi. But I mean, either way, so, like Sebastian played out of his mind all series. Took a puck to the face, kept playing, kept doing everything he could. Mm-hmm. I would say Jarvis an honor. Like he, I think I would give Jarvis like the one B to mm-hmm. Sebastian's one A, if if that's allowed. I would, I would. That's how I would do it. It's it's yeah. it's those two guys, one A, one B. But Steph Nason, as Travis likes to say on Twitter, elite from Steph Nason. 
Yep. He is elite. Absolutely. Well, so if you think about it, I, I, you know, I, in my opinion, Aho is always a factor. Um, oh yeah. And of, of course he played really well, but like, I, and obviously we've all saw the tweet of like people doubted Nason and like there, I don't know if there's a lot of high expectations coming from Nason from outside people on the scene here, because like, it's his first season with us. Um, he's not like a big goal scorer, but honestly we have to credit him for getting our power play going. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these games were, do- we succeeded because of our power play, whether it's the pass from him or his own net front presence. He has given our power play life these last couple of games. So I, that's why, and he is, I mean, no matter what line you put him on, that man grinds nonstop. You talk about how the Canes don't have a lot of fight to him. That's one guy that on our team that always has fight to him. If you see a scuffle on the ice, it always involves him. Yep. So that's why I would say he was my MVP over Ajo, just because I feel like there's a little less expectations of him and he rose above that. Yeah, and he was like, "I'm going to play my game regardless," and that game benefited us a whole lot. Mm-hmm. All right, well, all right, I'll pick it back off of Bailey's thing. I'll, I'll actually, I'll actually boast this: who was your, who was your silent X factor? Like, who was like, not the guy who was like popping on the stat sheet, but like was just like under the radar, but still getting the job done. But he was still a ma- massive factor in the series. Like I said, Ghost. the silent, the, the silent X factor. Ghost. Ghost is Ghost a great... played out of his mind. He should have had a goal somewhere in there. Yeah. Like he played out of his mind. If you heard, if you could hear during the game, every time they were talking about it, especially on Valley, they were like, Ghost has put in so much work. There he is again. He's diving into scrums. He's going in there to make sure the puck stays out of the net. He's, jump, he's also creating, <laughs> yeah, he's also creating chances. Um, he's also creating chances on our power play. Like that man has come onto our team and hasn't looked back and he is, making uh, i mean every Kane fan i think right now wants to see him stay on our team he has made a very solid case that we need to keep him oh 100 i mean if we keep all of our d right now i'd say again we don't really have to worry about our defense no i think our our decision will be we'll see our guys come back from injury and we might get some more of our firepower up top and then our decision is going to be our goalies yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk about guys coming back for round two here in a little bit. Talking too. about <laughs> talking about our goalies, um, there was oh wait, Bailey. Well, well, what's what's Bailey? Who's your silent oh. X factor, real quick? Here? Um, same direction, different player, Jordan Martinuk. Um, oh, Marty. Yeah, Marty played out of his mind. Marty, when you talk about scrums and fighting for pucks, I'm surprised he didn't have more to show for on the stat sheet. Um, his grind and his energy, especially in the latter games, were um, really, really exciting to watch. Um, you could tell he wanted it. You could tell not only he wanted it for himself, but he wanted it for his team as well. Um, he just played yeah. a really gritty game, um, standing up for people and making those pushes to get uh, into the zone and creating chances for other players too. Yeah. I would say mine, like I said, I think for like your MVP question, I think mine's like another 1A, 1B where it's like, I think Ghost definitely is that guy. That's the 1A where he was just, he defensively, like everyone talks about like when we got him, everyone's like, oh, well, he's the defensive liability, blah, 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 blah. His defense has gotten so much better since he came mm-hmm. to the Canes. It's been off the charts. Like he's turning himself into like a six, seven million dollar defenseman. Like that's how good he's been mm-hmm. playing for us. And if the Canes are able, I would love for them to keep him for another three or four seasons because he would be 
fantastic on this team. It just show, it goes to show how like being in a room with like Brent Burns, Slavin, Shea, Pesci, and have you have Gleason as your defense coach. Like, mm-hmm. how can you not be more excited for the fact that Ghost's game has gotten so much better? Like, mm-hmm. I would if we kept him. That's my next. Like, you you got you got to you got to love Ghost. You got to keep him here. And oh yeah, he'd be fantastic. And I would say another guy. I think I think Mac, ever since getting put in the lineup, has played a phenomenal, played phenomenal hockey. I think like he like yes he put points. So it's, I guess it doesn't quote that as the silent X factor, but I still think it was enough of an X factor where like he came in and did his job and like did more than like he's played phenomenal on the first line with Aho. Like those two together yep. have been absolutely fantastic. So I would say definitely Ghost and Mac have. Play phenomenal in this first round. He adds he adds the grit to that line that um, we lost when Svetch went out. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's playing with a grit and a he was he won't shy away from going heavy into the boards and kind of battling with guys. And oh, I I can't that's for, something that we have severely missed with Svetch being out. I I can't wait for Jury to get back because having Jury and Mac in the top six is mm-hmm. all. It's gonna be. So good. So good. But like I said, we'll talk about round two in a little while. But yeah, great answers for the for the silent X factors. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it. yeah. Okay. So, Kat, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you earlier, but, you know, one goalies. Of oh, just talking about the goalies. It's just funny. I saw a tweet and I don't remember who said it, but it was like, it's really interesting that they said Carolina might be the team with the best goalie duo going into the second round maybe they've said potential they've listed the players that the teams that are out and the goalies on those teams such as like Sorokin uh Hellebuck all of Corey that Lavi- uh, that was Corey Lavulette that did that yeah so and potentially depending on how tonight's game goes and tomorrow's game goes you might not see um Sisterkin or Olmark in the Ol- second round Olmark, Schleiman, Sisterkin are all out oh my god so and so and it's funny that we're gonna jinx ourselves here people well it's just interesting because they're saying the canes might go in with the best goalie duo and it's just funny that they they're still kind of doubting our goalie duo like i know canes fans ourselves having like a little bit of doubt in freddie and he definitely stepped up um for game six but it's also funny just looking at their an article for uh the islanders um talking about how they're them being eliminated and on the like description of it is inability to stop Aho take advantage of hurricanes goalies also led to a game six loss. And it's just funny. Cause, and then they go through their points and one of it is didn't exploit Carolina's goalie. So then they talk about how good Sorokin was, but then they give all the stuff about our goalies. And I'm like, what do you mean? Take advantage of our goalies. It's not like we're the West and we have suspect goalies. Right. Like we have fantastic goalies. And like, especially riding like Ronta is on, he's playing so well. And if Freddie's in his group, like these guys were the like, that's just yeah. such a weird take to me that I keep seeing. Like Freddie, Freddie's goals against average in the playoffs right now is one, and 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 Ronta is two point five nine in five games. Yeah, like he is a sub two point six, and that's really good right now for how for how the playoffs have been. Like goalies right now are getting absolutely exposed in these playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like exposed. I mean, yeah. did we see that? Do you see that Skinner, that 
that little pass he gave away the last game he played. Well, some, well there's well, some there, bad plays by goalies in these playoffs. Well, yeah. There, there goes my Justin Williams cup between the Kings and the Kings. I guess that didn't work out too well for me, did it? <laughs> Dang you, Kings. How oh, dare you? Gosh. Oh, well. I mean, eh. I, 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 I think that'd be kind of fun to have a Justin Williams cup, but whatever. I guess we just can't have nice things, apparently. Hey, my, my Stanley Cup final can still happen. <laughs> my prediction. I, I, I mean, I'd be all aboard for yours if there wasn't a certain player on the Oilers. Right. But. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to talk about this real quick while we're while we're on goalies too. Um, Frederick Anderson currently leads uh, playoff tenders in goals against average at zero point nine one. The oh, guy oh. who cut, falls right after him is Jack Campbell for Edmonton at one point one eight. Wait, how's Freddie at point nine one? That's I I just I I'm reading off the NHL app. That's all I got. I, w- I would love I would love to know where he gets a point nine one when he's only played one game, <laughs> one game with one goal. I don't the, know. <laughs> the math isn't mathing here, and I, yeah. I want to. I mean, I'm not complaining, but it's like the math is not mathing somewhere in this. Yeah, but, I don't know. Um, but save percentage, same thing. Uh, nine point nine seven one to Jack Campbell's point nine six four. And that is where his run concludes. Hmm. So, yeah. But I mean, so before we get into stats and figures and all that, like, what's everyone's overall thoughts from round one? Um, Yeah, we'll start with you, Bailey. I think the Canes need, and I've said this multiple times on here, just kind of talking about the team and their potential success in the playoffs i think their physicality game um and their awareness on the ice needs to kind of step up a little bit if they're going to survive round two yeah um because the goon style hockey that we saw the islanders play um doesn't stop with the islanders um if anything it gets worse um with whoever we see in round two whether that be the rangers or the devils um because whoever comes out of that round is going to come all you know what's to the wall swing in um they're they're wanting to take this far um and so we we need to be able to kind of toughen up um our awareness needs to become better if we're going to play a faster game than them we need to be sure that our we're keeping our heads up and just kind of sticking to our game um i think we did a fairly decent job of doing that uh throughout the series when it mattered the most yeah 100 percent Cat, cat, any thoughts? I've been. I was excited the way we started this series. Um, honestly, getting out of the end of last of the the end of the uh, regular season, we had a we had our life in that last game against the Panthers, and then I feel like we started the series with that same playoff life, and it showed this is the hurt what Hurricanes can do. I think they have mm-hmm. seen what happens um, when you kind of get off your game, but they I think they've also seen, especially with last game what happens when even if you're off your game and you dig a little bit deeper and play the hockey that you need to play that they can succeed um Mm -hmm. and i think it's really encouraging to them to see that they can bring in other guys and if guys just step up and play just non with that just compete and just wanting it more um that even though we're missing some key features that our team can push through and like the perseverance, the never compromise, all of that is just like 
it's really just believing in ourselves, even when it looks like, you know, other teams and the NHL and everyone was like, mm, they're kind of done because they've lost so-and-so. Um, right. So I think they just have to take that mentality going into the second web, uh, round, whether whoever we play, uh, we have, if it's the Rangers, we have to make sure that it's, you don't get lost in thinking about previous games with them, previous playoff series with them, yeah. uh, with the devils. Again, they play quick. They play, I mean, they love a quick transition and just like we do, um, we just have to make sure that we're, we do what we do where we cut them off at the blue line and our blue line holds strong and we control, control that neutral zone. Uh, honest. And then <laughs> I love that we're getting extra days of rest, but also sometimes I don't like it because mm-hmm. I feel like even though we are hurting <laughs> and I know the guys are banged up and tired and um, I feel like our mental toughness is more when we're going kind of like we have less time between games because the guys get so focused. So um, that just Rod gets them back into that game mindset, and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I like I like this first round. I think it was it wasn't easy by any standards. Um, it's the playoffs. I mean, though. I know I said four games against the Islanders. I didn't say <laughs> that it would be easy against them. Um, I just liked our chances with if we played our game, which I was right on the games that we played against them when we played really really well, like Hurricanes hockey. Yeah. We won. Um, unfortunately, game five, even though we played our game, we got some unlucky bounces. Um, but I think that was a good testament to, like, they're going to be difficult. We're just going to seem more difficult as we go on. So I think yep. it was it was a good first round. Obviously, there's a little bit of cardiac canes there for a little bit where we, all of our blood pressure went up. But, hey, yep. let's play off hockey. So uh, yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, overall – yeah, it would be nice to get it done in five so you can do it at home because you, know, you like doing it. You like winning it at home and taking care of business there. Um, it was just an unfortunate game. Puck luck wasn't there, is what it is. But overall, I think they did. Pl- I think they played pretty well for the most part. Um, yeah, some games were a little bit slower. You know, some periods weren't the best. Um, like I said, game six, first, you know, you saw a progression where they kept getting better, but it was just one of those things where, you know, backs to the wall, you're trying your best to play your game. And, kind of have to adjust to the other team. Um, I think as long as they keep the pressure up and keep the phone on the gas and just try to focus on their game and not get too cute with it, don't get, like, too, you know, just go back to how the, how what what worked in the regular season for them. Like, you won the Metro for a reason. Go mm-hmm. back and try to play like that. I know playoffs are a lot different, but it's – Try and stick to your game and not try to fall into the trap of the other team. I think that's definitely what they need to focus on for round two. But honestly, I thought they did pretty well for the most part. Um, some games were better than others, but you know what? The fact that they got the they got the the road win monkey off the back, got mm-hmm. two in that round. It shows now that going into round two, no matter who they're playing, you can't just be like, oh well, the Canes are going on the road; they're going to drop two games there move on now it's like okay now the hurricanes could be a problem on the road too so that's yep. definitely something that's going to be make it very interesting of whoever we're playing that don't take the don't take your home game against the canes as a oh we just need to bully them for the entire game or you know make them play to us because then we'll just easily beat them yep not so much the case anymore so absolutely yeah all right so going into some keen stats and figures real quick before we get into our 
Um, round two prediction. So Sebastian Ajo, this is from NHL Public Relations, uh, his eight goals and four assists, um, it, which is for 12 points in 10 games played in the playoffs, uh, scored his eighth career goal in a potential series clinching game. The only players with more potential close-out games since Ajo made his debut postseason debut in 2019 were Nathan McKinnon with nine goals and nine assists for 18 points in 11 games and Brock Nelson, nine goals, six assists for 15 points in 11 games there. So pretty good company for Sebastian Ajo with his eight goals uh, in, in playoff uh, potential clinching series games. And then going to um, – Series clinching overtime goals. So in the Whalers Hurricanes history, Paul Stastny with his game six, uh, you know, overtime goal, the end of the series, he joined Sebastian Ajo from the 2021 first round series where he scored his goal in game six as well. Mm-hmm. Brock McGinn's game seven winner in the first round of 2019. I know, Kat, you mentioned this on the playoff on him. Uh, tweet that was going around mm-hmm. how that one was like i'm him and you talked about yep. brock mcginn's uh, overtime winner mm-hmm. uh scotty walker's game seven winner in the 2009 um conference semifinals against boston that was a good one uh cory stillman's 2006 uh, the conference quarterfinals that was that was against new jersey yeah, I think that was if new that Jersey. is not poetic with how this t- may turn out. I don't know what is. And then Martin Jelenon, game six of the 2002 conference final, was that one. So Paul Stassi and some pretty good companies with a lot of guys who scored game winning overtime goals to end some series. A lot of sixes and a couple sevens there. There's also uh, another interesting stat I saw regarding Paul Stastny joining his dad with some yes. interesting company mm-hmm. as well. That, that was the next one from stats okay. Cent- from stats Centra. Cause you know, has to be Canada. Got to yep. go Centra instead <laughs> of center. Giving the, giving his kids the two one defeat of the Islanders tonight, advancing into round two, Paul Stastny joins Peter with the Nordiques in both the uh, 85 versus the Canadians and 87 against the Whalers as the only father-son pairing in NHL history to score, to each score playoff series winning OT goals. Mm-hmm. So his dad, Peter Statsny, with the Nordiques, did it twice against their rival in Montreal and, of course, the former Hurricanes team in, in the, the Hartford Whalers. So great company for Paul to join his dad in that. Hurricanes PR, as always, their new website is absolutely it's it's fantastic. I like the new uh, redesign they did and all the extra stuff they're doing over there at Hurricanes PR. With the sixth series victory of his head coaching tenure, Rod Brennamore has joined Pat Burns from Montreal, Toronto from 89 to 94 with six. Toe Blake of Montreal with five from 56 to 60 as the third head coach in AHL history to win a playoff series in each of their first five seasons in charge. Wow. Yeah. First, yeah. Five straight playoffs, five straight playoff series wins for Rod Brendamore. Like I said, Pat Burns did it with Montreal and Toronto six times, and then Till Blake with Montreal back in the 50s in 1960. 
first first wow. name of first name of toe that's something <laughs> but yeah so Roddy, Roddy joined some elite company in terms of coaches uh frederick anderson stopped 33 of 34 shots faced in net that night becoming the seventh whaler slash hurricanes goaltender to win his franchise playoff debut he joined james reimer as just the second to do so in a series clinching game earning his first series clinching win since 2015 uh carolina went 17 for 18 in the penalty kill during the first round marking the highest penalty kill percentage of 94.4 percent in the playoff series in franchise history next best 13 of 14 for 92.9 in the 2020 qualifying round against the new york rangers oof Talk about some foreshadowing if I ever yeah. seen that. Another one. With back-to-back wins at UBS Arena in games four and six, Carolina won multiple road games in a single playoff series for just the second time in the last five seasons. The Hurricanes also went 2-0 against the Islanders at the Barclays Center in the 2019 second round. Just how po- just so poetic with so many of these stats is absolutely. They don't amazing. like it over there at the Islanders. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, one last quick thing. This is from Walt Ruff. Some key nuggets from the Rod Brindamore media, media availability that was held earlier today. Unofficial, but it sounds like round two will start on Wednesday at PNC Arena. Because Rangers Devils play Monday night, so we're possibly it's either Wednesday or Thursday, but then it might be a Wednesday start. So perfect timing for me. I'm off work on Wednesday. I don't have to go to work Thursday. Well, I'm done with work Wednesday. I don't got to go to work on Thursday because I get to watch the playoff hockey. Don't have to worry about sleep the next day. So and Devils, be, I will be on the road. So I Devils, will be De- yes, Devils, do your thing. Um, Jack Drury with the upper body injury should be good to return for game one. one. Sorry, huh? this is my favorite stat from this tweet. Oh. <laughs> Jack Drury could be back for game one. And then alternating goalies for the next series is definitely a consideration. <sighs> so that will be that will be very interesting to kind of look at, but I mean yeah. I don't know, either way, it's it should be pretty interesting in terms of how that's going to go down. Um, but I mean, just the penalty kill played absolutely amazing this first round too. That that's that's another thing we should have mentioned. Ninety six percent, like that's just that's huge. It tells you how good our penalty kill was. Seventeen of eighteen. Big step up from what we saw last playoffs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It power play has been playing phenomenal too. I mean, Cats mentioned it, I don't know how many times now. <laughs> I got our power because it's shocking. <laughs> like it literally They're doing it literally, something. Well, it just literally feels like they were doing all that mess in the last couple of games, and then they were like in playoffs. They were like, "Oh, just kidding. We did that, so no team knew what we were gonna do." <laughs> like that's what it feels like. Like I feel like they were playing some long game, and they just like hustled everybody. Imagine Rod Brendamore has known what he's been doing all along. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Who would have thought? But before we go into our round two preview, and we are going to predict, depending on who we're facing, we are going to do, 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 we are going to do two predictions of the second round. But before we go into that, 
Bailey Curtis, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, dang. Okay, cool. Please, um, <laughs> please give us, um, so, show some amazing love to our amazing sponsors over at Primal X Hockey. So upon looking at their website too, which I have pulled up very quickly, they have just done a website kind of remodel, different logo that I'm seeing kind of pop up and it's pretty dope. The glove with the hang 10, I, I dig it. But um, as you guys, unless you've been living under a rock at this point, you know about our wonderful sponsors over at Primo X Hockey. They're a Raleigh-based uh, hockey sports co- or company. Um, if you're looking for anything as far as hockey equipment, that could be tape, socks, laces, pucks, balls for roller hockey or um, ice hockey, depending on where you're kind of or the medium in which you're playing in, uh, skate covers, grips, uh, protective gear as far as with helmets uh, and the like. You can find any of that over at Primo X Hockey. As I said, they're Raleigh based. So if you are in the Raleigh area, need some time to kill before the game, you've got work off, it's a weekend game, whatever it might be, definitely go check out their warehouse out in Raleigh. They have a skate sharpening uh, machine over at their warehouse as well. So if you're looking for some kind of on the go sharpening and uh apparel wear for hockey gear anything like that they're an awesome contact for you and since you listen to the surge cast we've got an amazing opportunity for you guys if you go on the website and you're purchasing some of your gear through there at checkout you can use code SurgeCast for your sebastian aho discount 20 percent off of your order uh fantastic group of guys over at primo x uh they've been with us for a really long time thank you for putting up with our crap um, but, <laughs> um, definitely go check them out. They're an awesome group of guys over in Raleigh and you will thoroughly enjoy anything you get from over in that direction. Yeah. So yeah. Amazing group over there. I'm just checking the website now too. They give, if you're worried about having plucks in the house and stuff breaking, they got mini foam balls now. So if you want to put a little puck inside and they also have liquid filled low bounce hockey balls too. So if you're looking for some extra stuff and also knee socks looks like kind of dope multiple different colors of knee socks too but if you're looking if you're going to their place um it is 1411 dicks drive it is sweet e um it is monday through friday 10 to 3 saturday 10 to 1 they are closed on sundays but if you also want to give them a call it's 919-322-9893 but yeah so it's 1411 dicks drive out there in Raleigh. So if you want to go check them out, give them a call or check out their website. Like I said, they got a lot of really amazing things over there at Primo X Hockey. So on to our round two predictions. Unfortunately, the Islanders and Rangers are still playing. They're going to be playing on Monday night. We're, like I said, we're recording this on Sunday and dropping it today. So we won't know what's going to happen until later this week and i guess we figure out tomorrow night when you know when they play and figure out who we're playing and then once the games of round two start we'll we'll definitely get our, our first episode of this upcoming week out later on just gotta figure out some scheduling and stuff to yep. talk about how depending on how many games have been played we will review and talk about some of the games that have happened this week so let's start off with the devils just in case so for me, if we're playing any team that kind of matches the Hurricane style, I think I would like to play the Devils more because I know, mm-hmm. I think Kat, you mentioned it earlier about physicality, or I think, or maybe both of you did. I think the Devils are a physical team, but I don't think they're as physical as the Rangers are. I think they're more of like 
the skill they, type. The, they, no, this their style of play matches ours a heck of a lot better. Yeah, it's it's a more of a it's more of a fast paced game. Like, yeah, the hits will be thrown, but it's not going to be like you know you're playing like the Rangers and you got to deal with the Truba all game right. and stuff like that. It's like I think the I think the Devils bring more of a hey we'll match you speed for speed and let's go let's play more of a skill hockey fast paced type game which. I'm totally. I would. I would kind of prefer this more of a matchup because, like, you look at the lineup. I mean, you got Thomas Tatar, Nico Heischer, Jesper Braun in the first line, Andre Palat, Jack Hughes, Eric Haller, line two, Timo Meyer, Dawson Mercer, Jesper Boquist, Nathan Bastion. Uh, that's the third line. Then you got Nathan Bastion, Michael McLeod, or Michael Leod, Leon McLeod. McLeod. Okay, McLeod. I figured. Yeah, and then Curtis Lazar is your fourth line, and then. I mean, you got Dougie, you got Ryan Graves. I mean, Kevin Ball, Damon Severson. Like, they got a good defensive core too. They're even looking at goalies. You've got, you know, Kira Schmidt and Vitek Vanacek. I mean, in terms of this, I would kind of prefer this matchup. Also, for like, I want to deal with you know Rangers fans and just the Rangers in general because I just don't feel like doing that for another series. But I also I. Like we have a lot of friends who are Jerseys fans, and I would love to see. Like I would love to have that type of matchup to see, you know, speed on speed between these two. I mean, every game in the regular season was fun to watch. So mm-hmm. I just, I yes, I don't want to. Honestly, the majority of things I don't want to deal with the fans. Um, <laughs> but also, I think it would be, and I might eat my words on this because it's playoff hockey, and you never know. But I think it would be fun to see a matchup of these two teams because I think it'll be a demonstration of how they control the game with their their speed and skill and game plan rather than just going to like headhunt somebody. Yep. So I I would like to see that type of hockey over especially with the Rangers over something that Trubo might do just to get them an advantage. I mean, I, I think when you when you kind of look at the Devils, though, too, it's less of a mental game because we've mentioned multiple times in playing the Rangers this past season how that we can't seem to get them out of our heads. Like, it's not just a physicality headhunting game at that point because, I, re- I mean, we remember seeing last playoffs, Jarvis kind of became public enemy number one with some of the players um, in terms of taking hits and the like. But... I, I think we'll we'll have not it, like it'll be we can focus our game a little bit more against the Devils. I think as far as not only fighting the Rangers in a physical manner, but fighting them in a mental manner too. Yeah, I think it'll be an interesting. It'll be like kind of a battle of strategy um, yep. if we get to play the Devils. Um, and honestly, I, I did see someone mention it'd be like it'd be really nice to play them too because this would be another time of us meeting Hala on another team. And just <laughs> making him throw a little hissy fit. Him. <laughs> yeah. His little hissy fit would be amazing. I mean, credit to him. You mentioned this as well. He played really well last game for, not last game, the game before for them. Um, he just had a really good night. So he has the potential to be a good, a, a factor for them. Um, right, but again, yeah. he tries, he tries to um kind of get under our skin um so it'd be interesting to also see that in reverse um right. but i just think seeing these two teams um i mean who doesn't want to see number one versus number two right um kind of look forward to all these te- all the matchups with them they were really fun to watch this series um during the regular season 
it'd be unfortunate. Like it was unfortunate the last times we met them, we were kind of in that like downward spiral of ours because we were still trying to figure out our lineups. We had new sweats, trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think it would be, I just think it would be a really fun matchup. Um, But I mean, we just got to see what sort of mental toughness they have going into their own game seven, because um, they, they lacked it a little bit in the first two games, um, but they did, they clearly picked up found their game. Um, winning three in a row so hopefully back on home ice they're going to get that going again for them right no and I'm kind of looking at some stats here too just looking at uh, New Jersey versus um, New York I'm not gonna say there's nobody we have to worry about on this team because they're I mean obviously they're holding their own with the Rangers who you could say are somewhat star-studded team um, especially with their um, pickup in Patrick Kane. But Timo Meyer, somebody who only had – or he had a negative two on the night last night in their game, five to one. If there was anybody you think might be the difference maker in a series like this, in a game like this, it might be Timo Meyer, which makes me feel a little bit better about playing this team versus yeah. the Rangers. Yeah, well, even though, too, it's like – for me, it's like you also got to look at the Rangers did or the Devils, sorry, gave us more. They they were on our heels for most of the season too, especially the last few months. It's like yeah, I would feel like it's like yeah, you would, would you want to play the Rangers because of points? Points going good so far, and that's a regular season. But if you're looking at just the potential matchup, the the Devils would be more. I think it'd be more of an enjoyable series. Like, because you look at you talk about like Timo of Timo Meyer steps up. I mean, Jack Hughes has been playing amazing. You know, brought like it's not as star studded as the Rangers have, but I think the Devils have a lot of good players and a lot of good young guys that I think would make the series really exciting. Just to see like the like the potential of like what the Devils and the Hurricanes be good to in the measure for the next like five six years, just between the two teams. So I think. Like, they have a lot of good young guys. We have a lot of good young guys. Like I said, Mac has come up and stepped up. I mean, you know, you got Jack Jury has been playing really well. I mean, Ajo is still young. Nietzsche is still young. So is, you know, KK, you know, Svetch. It's like this – I think this would be a fun potential series because you got really good offense against good – it's a good – offenses are both good. Both defensive cores are absolutely amazing. And the goaltending, I think, would be like Schmidt and Vanacek against – or Schmidt and Vanek against um, Freddie and Antioranta, I think that would be a great goalie matchup between both teams. So, honestly, yeah. this would be a fantastic series if we were able to get the Devils. Yeah, it was it was even during the regular season, but seven games against them or however long it goes, I think it would be entertaining regardless of how it would go. I don't out. want to talk about it too much because I feel like we're going to jinx it. <laughs> Well, I mean, just I mean, going it, like we're saying all these positives about the Devils. Maybe let's even it out then. What is there to potentially look forward to in a New York Rangers series? But, absolutely, mean, you know, absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Revenge. I, if if we play really well, revenge. <laughs> revenge. I think for me, that's I what, think this is. would be a really good show of it. Like I was saying to Cat a little bit earlier of mental toughness. Yeah, um, and not getting knocked out of our game if we can sit there and play the same game that we've played with the Islanders. I think the Rangers are a good kind of challenge 
for us. Yeah. Like I, I'm well, not saying that the Rangers are or not saying that the Devils aren't, but this is a team we've struggled with for the past however many seasons well if you think about it it's kind of like the canes conquering their demons because we've done that before so we had a problem we had issues with the capitals we finally got through the capitals and we don't have that feeling of like we can't get through them in playoffs then we had the bruins the bruins were our big wall for a while and we got past the bruins uh so now it's the rangers the new team where it's like we struggle against them so it would be a little bit of like overcoming what's been holding us back the past couple yeah, because yeah. looking at the yeah looking at the Rangers, so the lineup right now it's Kreider, Sabinajad, Tarasenko as your first, Lafreniere, Trocheck, Kane as your second, Panarin, Chittle, and Kako as your third, and then you got VC, Goodrow, and Mott as your fourth. And you got Lindgren, Fox as your top pair, Miller, Truba, Mikula, and Schneider as your third pair. And then goaltending, of course, everyone knows it's Shosturkin and Yaroslav Halak. Um, so, I mean, like like Bailey said, it's a little bit more of a star-studded lineup because it's original six. Everyone talks about them all the time, and they're in New York, uh. New York base. But it's like it would, it would definitely be a revenge game, but you're looking at – like there's a lot of names on that lineup that could do damage, and it's – like the decors kind of outside of the top four, I don't think their third their third D pair is even that solid. And even their fourth line is kind of meh as well. I just think it's just the thing you got Panarin on your third line with Lafreniere as your two and Kreider as your one. I mean, just looking at that second line too, and a guy we know how to play against, Vincent Trocheck, mm-hmm. plus Patrick Kane, Patrick and, Kane. <laughs> and, and, and Alexis Lafreniere, or you can potentially, or you, or you, or you move. Or it's Pan- it's Panarin, Trocheck, Kane is your second pair. I, I mean, mean, any line with Truba or Trocheck on it is the way the way, you, the way you both said that at the same time was just so weird. Wait, <laughs> that's, that's I didn't a, even catch it. I didn't even catch it. What you say? <laughs> it's a twin telepathy thing. It's just like you we both, both said. Your, I mean, at the same oh. time. Oh, at the same time. <laughs> at, the, at the exact um, same time, it was just like. <laughs> I agree. So looking at the Rangers, it's a little bit, it can seem a little daunting because first of all, we have our history with them and where we have this season lost key figures and we've, I'm not going to say fell apart, but like we lost our chemistry because we've lost key guys. They haven't really had that problem. They added and then they haven't really lost any of the guys that they started with. So it just seems like where they've had addition, we've had subtraction. So it seems a little daunting, but I do like watching this, this series with them and the devils, the Devils show that they can be beaten and they can. And if the devils, again, that we say that we kind of like a matchup with them because not that they play our system exactly, but they, I would say they play a little bit more similar hockey to us is that if they can do that to the Rangers, I say, so can we, they held, they kept the uh, Rangers power play from a couple games from making any sort of impact. We have a fantastic penalty kill that can also be the factor for us. Mm-hmm. So like the, the positive seeing that the devils were beat them is also positive for the Canes saying if they could, you know, if they can take yeah. them this way, so can we. Yeah. So, I mean, you can easily focus on all of the, okay, but they have so-and-so they have so-and-so and so-and-so it, yeah. it th- that doesn't always matter. 
Yeah, hundred percent. So, so yep. Yeah. All right. So we did preview both teams, and we're a little bit of a time crunch because ba- Bailey's got to go here in a little bit. So we're just trying to keep that in mind. So we kind of we kind of preview both series. Um. So predictions. Let's do Devils first, and then Rangers second. Since this is how we kind of previewed both teams and kind of our, give our thoughts on both sides of the thing. So, Cat, we're going to start with you. Devils. Oh, I always have to go first. Um, you what do you mean? <laughs> such a crap cap. I call cap on that. <laughs> um, so are we saying predictions and how many games it'll go? Yes. So, that, yeah, we're, do, we're doing our series prediction Resulting on games. Devils. Yeah, resulting games because we had to do it for both I say, teams. I say for Devils – it would go six. six all right. Games. Okay. Canes six and for... six, obviously. Yep. I always want the Canes and six. I think all it right. would go six. All games. right. All right. Bailey, your prediction for for Canes Devils? Canes and seven. Okay. Okay. So Canes and seven. And then I'm going. Oh, man. I can't, yeah, I can't say Canes in five. I would love to say that, but I'm going Canes in six as well. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what you say? What? I didn't catch it. I said copycat. <laughs> See, but right, Kat, right, you Kat. took my answer, so I felt like I had to go a different way. You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. Are we really doing <laughs> See, this, this again? Yeah. <laughs> Are we doing this again where you have to pick the other one because you don't want to copycat your twin? Hey, she did it first. <laughs> she, she did it first. Okay. Okay, exactly. Honestly, yeah, because if, if we didn't do that, you would just have to ask. You just have to be like, what's Bailey and Kat's answer? And whatever one of us says is the answer for both of us. Probably. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say anything. That's really on you guys. I wouldn't really care how you do it. <laughs> but whatever. Zach, uh, Rangers. Uh, I would love to. I would love, if we had to play them. I would love the series to end early so our guys can stay rested for the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah. I hate to say it, but it's going to be like this. If it is the Rangers, Canes in seven. All right, Bailey. Since we don't want Cat to feel like she always has to go first between you two. <laughs> If you're on the YouTube version, I'm, I just got flipped off. <laughs> I'm actually, if you're the radio, if you're on the YouTube version, that's what's just what happened. All right, I, I was almost hoping I would go like last for the Devils and first for the Rangers because my answer for them are the same. Canes and oh, seven. All right, Canes and seven against the Rangers. All right, Cat, what's your prediction? Canes and seven. All right, well there we go. So we are we are across the board against the, against the freaking Rangers. I'm gonna I'm gonna love making this graphic later where it's like, hey, what do you think of the Rangers? Canes and seven, one logo, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Just across the board, everyone's going seven against the, the surge Rangers. cast. I just think this. I just think it'll be a hard, a really hard fought battle with them. I think it can be done. I just think mm-hmm. it'll be really hard fought um, because you are gonna have to play on the road there. And it's just, it's the matter of the beast with them. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So, 
basically Newark we're all we're all in agreement. Bailey had to be the different one in the New Jersey prediction. Cause... Do you want me to change my answer? Because that's originally <laughs> what I was going for. <laughs> Just go, go with your original answer. Don't change it because you don't want to be the same. Just keep it. If you feel no, like it's going to be that, do that. My No, my gut tells me seven. Against the Devils and the Rangers? My gut tells me seven. Okay, yeah. Just go with your gut answer. Don't change it because <laughs> you don't, I don't want to be the same. So, no. no we don't, don't do sound that. like that, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <I> gosh. <laughs> my turn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, two for two. See, Zach's over here. Don't listen to him. He's over here like, I get bullied on the search cast. They team up against me. He does his own. It's his own fault. <laughs> no. You bring it upon yourself, sir. No, not all the time. Not all the time. So You want to try that again? <laughs> anyway. 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so before we wrap up, we'd like to say to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to the you know the show all season. Thank you for the a lot of the listens as of late. Like I said, last week when I was gone, and then of course this past Friday. I know we're gonna do the play. We usually try to keep around the same days every week, but with the playoffs, it's gonna be a lot of like a lot of episodes kind of on top of each other, like probably like two or three days in between because mm-hmm. it's the playoffs. You never know what's gonna happen. So um, it's good we get a quick turnaround another episode right after fridays so probably looking later in the week for this for next one as well depending on what time the game started and how many games we've played so we'll yep. go from there but like i said thank you to everyone who has listened and before we go officially officially leave bailey where can people find you on the social <laughs> since we forgot last time um you can find yes. me on twitter at bailey curtis and that is bailey with two eyes uh if you're looking for a little more personal insight into my life you can follow me over on instagram at bailey lynn curtis uh i run things over on the youtube side so if you are watching this and watching and seeing our lovely faces hi hello um be sure to hit that big red subscribe button and be sure to leave comments and hit that bell notification so your icon so you never miss an episode cat where can people find you on the socials you can find me on twitter at kaniac chick um so that's so your like <laughs> no because i was gonna say number one kane's account on twitter <laughs> we're so proud over here i don't know i think jules showed him but even colin made a comment about it and i was like the man with no social media made a comment about this oh my gosh so uh yeah so you can follow me on there with my positive takes and um, occasionally on the spaces with these two um or you could also, I will be at every home playoff game. So um, if you're there and you want to say hi, let me know. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. Um, or you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at kbthunter74. Um, and then, of course, uh, you can find all of us in our other lovely uh, podcast groups at 5 and a Game Sports Network. On Twitter, it's 5 and a Game SN. YouTube, it's at 5GSN. Um, the number five and then GSN and then of course on TikTok at five game SN all spelled out. Yeah. 
And then if you want to catch the search cast, you know, Bailey's already said that we're on YouTube at the search cast. Luckily, we're also at Twitter and Instagram at the same handle as well. So luckily, the podcast is the same on all three of our fantastic social media platforms that we're on. On the Twitter and the Instagram side of things, we do have a link tree. Uh, if you want to click on that, that's where you can listen to our actual show on all podcasting platforms where they're available. Check out the YouTube side of it as well. And also check out our amazing sponsors over at Primax Hockey goes to their amazing website as well. And also to just check out anything that's also available on our link tree. If you want to find me on Twitter, I am at one true Zach. That's O-N-E true Zach is actually spelled out like the number one, not the actual one itself. Like the one true Zach and not the one true Morty. If you want to go by that case. Uh, Instagram, it's Zach R. Martin 22. I share a lot of more personal hobby stuff outside of hockey. There's some hockey there, but there's also a Dungeons lot of and dragons. Yes, definitely Dungeons and Dragons and baseball and everything else. Hey, gotta have other hobbies too. You can't just be a, a you're one telling girl. me you're not just a Canes fan. Come on, man. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a one trick pony. I have other hobbies too. <laughs> I mean, you know, but yeah, you can find me over there as well. Um and that's kind of where I'm at right now. Kind of a lot of in between of some stuff, but you know, loving what's going on over here at the Surge Cast. So, like I said, thank you everyone who's listened. If you've made it this far, uh, luckily the boys are off tonight, so don't really got to worry about Game Seven. So we just got to wait and see what happens tomorrow night against Rangers Devils. But we are all Devils fans over here for yep. today. <laughs> yes, Devil. Yeah, for tonight and tomorrow, we're going to be Devils fans just for the sake of our sanity for round two. Uh, we're all Panthers fans just for the sheer chaos. chaos. Yeah. Just to see what would happen with the, with, if the Bruins get knocked out. Um, but other than that, we will see you later this week after games one, maybe, maybe before two, but I guess it really depends, but we will have at least one game to review later on this week over at the search cast. But until next well, I would say next week, but until this later this week. Probably Thursday. <laughs> we shall probably Thursday. Thursday. Probably th- yeah, if we're playing if we're playing Wednesday, Friday, it's gonna be on Thursday night. But until Thursday, potentially, uh, for season two, episode forty-six for episode number seventy of this amazing podcast with my lovely co-host. I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. Cat. And we'll see you next time here. For round two, baby! Woo! Let's get to the At the search kit. <laughs>